You're listening to Let's Talk About Fatherlessness with host Sean Tice, where we talk about leading fatherless families to the Heavenly Father. Hey, my name's Sean Tice, and I am so excited to share with you our first episode of this show. Uh, Just looking forward to starting this show to talk about fatherlessness. Fatherlessness is such an epidemic in our nation, in the United States, and around the world. And we are going to cover that. We're going to talk about it. We're going to share information about it. We're going to share ideas on how to deal with it. So whether you're a boss, you're a teacher, you're a pastor, you're a coach, we're going to help you understand fatherlessness and give you ideas on what you can do about it, um, give you pointers on it, help you understand it better. And so before I do that, don't introduce uh, myself. My name is Pastor Sean Tice, and I've given really given my life to help fatherless families. Um, people ask me all the time, like, well, how did you get into this? How did you get into helping fatherless families? I grew up without a dad. Uh, when I was about nine months old, my my dad came home um, completely drunk. There was this whole thing that happened. You can watch our video on our website at lifefactors.org. But my dad threw me to the cops and he eventually left uh, soon after that. And so from about nine, 10 months old, I was fatherless going forward. And so it's my story. It's it's what I went through. And I'm not doing this so you can feel bad for me. God brought me through fatherlessness, and I am so thankful for that. And then I was I had mentors, I had all these people in my life that helped me and mentored me. As we go through this, the um, the show, different episodes, I'm sure you'll hear bits and pieces probably of, that I'll share as I talk to other people and stuff like that. But really what I want you to know is God brought me through it, and then I went to school to be a pastor. And I started writing a book um, after I graduated from Bible college for fatherless guys. And that's where the whole ministry started from. Uh, this was uh, back in um, 2008. I, I'm not sure if I started writing the book around then. But I started writing this book called The Fatherless Journey for Guys and started started trying to just really put down on paper, trying to help guys out. I thought I was going to write a book and, and go be a youth pastor, which would have been fine. Being a youth pastor is an amazing ministry. But God had different plans for me. So I wrote this book for fatherless guys, uh, really pulled other people, covered the top 30 things you deal with being fatherless. And then we formed a nonprofit ministry called Life Factors Ministries. And it's been almost 15 years. This year, we celebrate 15 years reaching fatherless families across this nation. And we do it through five different ways. We spread awareness about it. We create, we spread awareness, letting people know what's happening with fatherlessness. And that's one of the goals with this, this um, show is to bring to light the issues of fatherlessness. Uh, we've spoken in, in uh, tons of churches, um, over 200 churches, and we've shared uh, statistics and things like that, helping people understand what's going on with fatherlessness. We've been blogging. We are, we've shared different articles. We've uh, put stuff on social media. We've been just trying to educate people on the issue of fatherlessness. And through this show, I want to take it to the next level. I want to talk to people about it. I want to, I want to just put out there everything that's happening with fatherlessness. Uh, and and it, in an informal way. You're going to see at this show, we are not trying to be fancy. We just want to talk about this issue because it is, like I said, it's an epidemic. And so we spread awareness about it. We also create unique resources. We have resources that we've developed over uh, the years that we have uh, been able to produce. 
the first of, of many. And so we have The Father's Journey for Guys, which is a book for guys, uh, probably 10 years old up through senior adults. We've had all kinds of ages read them as we go to churches. We have tons of people get them, places we've spoken and stuff like that. We have one for girls that we've, we've developed. My sister shared her stories with this, and we pulled other girls and asked them, what are the top things you deal with? I believe we, should, we pulled other girls. We pulled other people as we, we developed these. And we also have one for, for single moms and this resource to help single moms. We also have a full video curriculum for single moms uh, that is in it's, uh, at lifefactors.org. The churches can sign up and start a single mom support group with that. And so we used, we based it off of this book and we um, also added some additional content to that. Definitely check that out if you're interested in starting a single mom ministry. But we create stuff to help fatherless families. We also have children's books for fatherless children, for motherless children, and for orphan and foster care children. Those three books, they show how it's not their fault and that God loves them and God will help them. God will be their father. Um, He'll fill the void of them being motherless or he'll be, they're a child of the king and God will help them and encourage them if they're in the situation with foster care um, or if they're in in a children's home, whatever it might be. And so we just have been creating resources. We also have godismydad.com that we started developing in two. 2017, and that's a resource that we have put out there to help fatherless individuals, uh, to help them on their journey. As we did this ministry, we realized there's a lot of families that aren't connected to a church, or they don't have resources, and so we wanted to create something, and the, really the goal is to get them evangelized, discipled, and get them into a local church, but GodIsMyDad.com is a resource. There's sections on there for fatherless, for uh, single moms, for grandparents raising grandkids. There's videos in there, all kinds of content to help them on that journey as they deal with that. You can use that as, as, as a resource. It's a free tool. Godismydad.com or you can download that from the Apple or Google Play Store. But those resources are out there. We just want to help as much as we can with reaching the fatherless of this nation. And it's our passion. It's our desire. And so we create, spread awareness, create unique resources. We also speak. We've spoken in, like I said, over 200 churches. We've spoken in youth detention centers. We've been, been to camps. We've been to conferences. We've done... Um, public school assemblies, all kinds of stuff, just speaking the message of fatherlessness, either spreading awareness about it, educating uh, people about it, helping them do something about it, or helping them overcome it, helping them forgive their dad, helping them work through those things. And so definitely check out our websites and we can help you with that. Um, We also partner with local churches and help them as they do local ministry. And we also establish local ministries. Like I said, we're starting single mom groups across the country. Uh, Currently, we, as I record this, we have uh, 10 churches that are working on starting single mom groups um, that are launching them. This is early uh, 2023. And so just putting that out there, we, we want to have, our goal is to have one in every county of the United States. And so if that's you, we'd love to have you uh, for your county, as long as you agree to our statement of faith, uh, we'd love to have you um, be part of that. So check that out at lifefactors.org. If you're looking for a, uh, if you're a single mom looking for a place that you, you can find support from, go to godismydad.com. We have it on there listed on a map of where we have them available. We'll continue to update that as we sign up churches for that. So our ministry, our motto is leading fatherless families to the Heavenly Father. Let me say that again. Leading, our motto is leading fatherless families to the Heavenly Father. We want to help fatherless families understand that there is hope but it's through a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. It's through finding God as your heavenly father. And that's what our ministry is all about. That's what changed my life. Our family got invited to go to church on a bus before my dad left or when I was a baby. And we started going to this church in Pennsylvania. And 
it changed our family. It changed our lives. Uh, we were able to be in that church. I started going to the Christian school growing up, found mentors through that place. That God changed my life through being able to be plugged into a local church with that. And that's why I'm recording this with you right now. Um, if it wasn't for God bringing um, himself into our lives through through teaching us about Jesus, through us having a personal relationship with him, but also through us being able to be evangelized and discipled through mentors and people through our local church. It's such a blessing to our life. For many years, my grandparents helped raise me. And so just there's a lot of things that God allowed me to go through so that I can help this current generation with that. And so I just want to talk to you just a little bit about that for now and tell you about who we are. I just wanted you to know who we are. And so we can get past that so we can talk about the issue of fodlessness. You know, fodlessness is affecting every single person in the United States of America. Like I said, I've, I've spoken in over 200 churches uh, on this issue. We spread awareness about it. I've preached a message about it, um, helping people understand that there's you can do something about fatherlessness. You can help them. You can um, be part of their life. You can you can encourage them. And so what we tell in that, that message is, first, you got to reject apathy. If you want to be part of helping the fatherless out, you have to reject apathy, saying, you know what? I'm not going to be apathetic anymore. I'm not going to be apathetic about the issue. If you know of somebody that's fatherless in your circle of influence, do something about it. You know, it doesn't have to be. The thing is, we overcomplicate this issue of fatherlessness. The devil has made us overcomplicate the issue of fatherlessness. He's made us think that we can't do anything about it, that we have, that we, there's nothing you can do about it. So just forget it, sweep it under the rug or don't do anything or um, you know, maybe we can do a little bit, but there's not much more we can do. There, there's so many things you can be involved in with helping the fathers around you. And that's what, I, like I said, I want to shine the light on that with this show is just talking about fatherlessness. We got to shine a light and not just talk about it, but doing something. And so through this show, I want to inspire people to do something. We're going to bring on guests that have some uh, ministries like ours, and maybe you can get involved in those as well. Uh, bringing on people that have resources that you can use. Uh, like I said, you saw we have tons of resources that we offer, but it, we got to shine the light on this thing. This is such a dark issue. Fodlessness is such a dark issue, and it's affecting all of us. It's affecting every single one of us in the United States of America, but we can do something about it. You know, I have statistics that I share all over the country, and I have a lot of them memorized, but I'll just go ahead and pull them up just for just to make sure that I, I uh, share them right. Um, like I said, I've, I've, I have I've spoken this all over the country, and we talk about these issues with, with fatherlessness, but I preach this message called the fatherless factor. And, you know, I've been churches all over the United States. We actually did a Hope for Fatherless America national tour from 20, I think it was 20, let's see, beginning of 2019 up through the end of 2022. We were traveling the country speaking. Um, Last year, we went out some in 20, I'm sorry, 2022. So 2019, 2020, 2021. And then we end of 2021, we moved to Las Vegas to do local ministry here, still doing our national ministry, but doing local ministry in Las Vegas, uh, reaching the fatherless, doing single mom ministry, stuff like that. We didn't even know what all we were going to get into. But we did a tour before that, Hope for Fatherless America National Tour. And as we go into churches, and as I still go into churches, I share about the statistics of fatherlessness. But I just feel like God's led me to the digital side to really just 
get this out there even more than we were from church to church. And so, so some of the, some of the statistics that are that we share, um, and some of these you may you've probably have heard these things before, but they're they're it's happening all over our nation. You know, the one is crime. Eighty five percent of youth in prisons grew up in fatherless homes. That's from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Eighty percent of rapists motivated with displaced anger come from fatherless homes. Uh, that's uh, that's affecting all of us. Um, homosexuality. There's a guy, there was a guy in California. He was a well-known psychologist. He was actually on Oprah, a very well-known guy. And he's, he's passed away since, but he, his practice, he had a practice of, of psychology and he would go and, and help people that were homosexuals that didn't want to be homosexuals anymore. And they would come to him and say, I don't want to have these feelings anymore. Can you help me with this or something like that? And he's quoted as saying, this is not from me. This is from Dr. Joseph Nicolasi. He said, I have worked with thousands of homosexuals. I have never seen a homosexual who had a loving, respectful relationship with his father. You know, that's what he said. That's what it's coming from his practice. And so it doesn't, and the thing is, it, it's it's not necessarily a homosexual lifestyle always comes from fatherlessness. The ones that would come to him and say, I don't want to have this lifestyle anymore. That's what they would say. Um, P.L. Adams and, and J.R. Minor, they, they said, boys who grew up in father absent homes are more likely than those in father present homes to have trouble establishing appropriate sex rules and gender identity. Then they're, they're, they're covering it as well. Um, teen pregnancy, 71% of pregnant teenage girls come from fatherless homes. We also see which is and it's such an alarming rate, 71%. Can you believe that? 71% of pregnant teenage girls come from fatherless homes. A, a white teenage girl from an advantaged background is five times more likely to become a teen mother if she grows up in a single mother household than if she grows up in a household with both biological parents. So maybe you're thinking, well, why are boys committing crime? Why are girls having these relationships with guys? Because when a child doesn't have a dad in their life, their life is off-centered. It's off, or I'm sorry, off balance. Their life is off balance. And so when the dad's gone, life's off balance. When mom or dad are there, loving parents in the home, mom and dad are there, their life's in balance. When mom or dad's gone, life's off balance. They try to fill that void with, you know, committing crime, getting attention, being involved in a gang, being involved in the group. We say gang a lot. It's a group of friends a lot of times. And they do stuff they shouldn't do. You know, we also, um, with the teen pregnancy, the, the girls, they're, so guys, you know, they, their dad teaches them how to be a man, how to respect themselves, how to respect society, how to be a respectable person. Well, they don't have a dad there saying, hey, don't do that. Hey, be better. Hey, you can do better. Hey, I believe in you. I believe in you. I, stuff like that. They, they, they look for affirmation somewhere else. And then they try to find that affirmation through, you know, committing crime or, whatever it might be. And so, and even, even finding it, they, they find it through pornography. It says, you know, we read that one, 80% of rapists motivated with displaced anger come from fatherless homes. They get involved in pornography. It goes further and further. And they, we see this stuff happening. And I, I believe that pornography has led to so many things across our nation with pedophilia and with homosexuality. And because they just, your mind just gets ruined by these things. And maybe you think, well, how can you speak on that? Well, my own father was heavily involved in the adult film industry in Las Vegas. And maybe that'll come out um, on this show. Eventually, I'll share that story more, maybe. But he was quoted one time saying, my own dad, he said it was like demons were rotting his mind. His career was in the adult film industry uh, with he was actually, you know, um, just involved heavily in it. When I met him for the first time was at a an adult film shop and in, in Las Vegas 
when I was 15 years old, I went, had to go see him. He wouldn't come see us. I went and met him there. And so it affected his mind. He grew up fatherless. Um, he, he coped with it through alcohol and different things that he dealt with in his life. Education. In studies involving over 25,000 children using national representative data sets, children who lived with only one parent had lower grade point averages, lower college aspirations, poor attendance records, and higher dropout rates than students who live with both parents. Education. Maybe you're thinking, well, how does this affect me? As it affects our country through crime, through, through uh, all these different things that are going on, education affects your tax dollars because if they don't get a good job or get a job, they're going to rely on your tax dollars. So it's affecting you in one way or another. Suicide. Now, this is pre-COVID. Suicide statistics have really changed, I believe, from, from COVID, from the things that came from COVID. But it's pre-COVID, three out of four teenage suicides occur in a household where a parent has been absent. Three out of four. Three out of four. And then the last one I'll share with you, this is an old statistic from 1993 from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. And the thing is, they don't put these, it doesn't seem like they put as many statistics out um, about this, of the results of fatherlessness. And you can uh, kind of, you know, decide why that is, but uh, they don't put a lot of, doesn't seem like they put a lot of them out there anymore. It says, fatherless children are at a dramatically greater risk of drug and alcohol abuse, mental illness, suicide, poor education performance, teen pregnancy, and criminality. That's, that's a lot of, um, a lot of stuff coming from that. Notice it says mental illness in there. Fatherless children are at a dramatically greater risk of, fatherless children are at a dramatically greater risk of drug and alcohol abuse, mental illness, you know, a lot of times kids, they get, they, they have behavioral issues. They have struggles because they didn't have a dad. I was like that. I was, I mean, I, I was crazy as a kid. Um, and, and sometimes we give kids medication instead of being, just giving them a loving mentor. Now, sometimes they do need medication. Sometimes there is a chemical imbalance. They need that. But a lot of times it's because they have a dad to teach them how to be respectable, how to respect, how to behave, things like that. And so then we just give them medication. And so I want to encourage you, if you're listening to this and you want to get involved in reaching the fatherless, do something about it. Do something about it. Be part of their life. Be part of the ones around you. I'm not telling you to fix the entire thing of fatherlessness, but you can reach one kid. Help one single mom maybe you work with or, or, or maybe a grandparent raising grandkids in your neighborhood. Or maybe you have a, a fatherless child in your family that's a niece or a nephew or somebody living across the country that you haven't really thought about. What can you do for them? Thanks for taking the time to watch episode one of Let's Talk About Fodlessness. We're going to continue this talk on the second episode and continue talking about fodlessness, what's going on um, in our country and how you can be involved in reaching these families. We cover statistics. We cover all kinds of things about the issue of fodlessness. Later episodes, we'll cover interviews and stuff like that. But we're going to be talking about fodlessness. Tune into episode two to learn more about how you can get involved and what the Bible says about fodlessness. Fodlessness.